What's up, everybody? It's episode 107. It's episode 1 plus 0 plus 7, 8. It's episode 8 in a way. I'm tired. This shit is hard. You ever raise your kid, guys? It's hard, dude. You just, the, the, the most frequent phrase, sentence that crosses your head is just, just go to bed, man. It's the most frustrating part about a kid is that they're fucking, when they're overtired, they cry. When they're tired and they want to go to bed, they cry instead of going to bed. They're in their crib, in their swaddle, tucked the fuck in, crying because they want to go to sleep. Go to sleep, man! You're set up perfectly. But you can't respond that way. And it's tough to not respond that way because that's how you've been responding to illogical situations your whole life. You're out to dinner with a friend and he's got a big fucking fat juicy steak in front of him and he's crying about how hungry he is. Normally, I'd pick that knife up in front of him and put it into his neck. But with a baby, you got to be like, he's going to be okay. You're okay. He's going to go to sleep. Let me pick you up and rush. Shh. Shh. Just go to bed, dude. You're tired. Go to bed. Don't stay awake and cry about how tired you are. What are you doing here? I'm a logic-based person. I thought I have a logic-based kid. But it turns out it's logic is a thing you got to learn. It's just not innately built into a motherfucker. Um... But we're trying over here. We're cruising, bruising. Um, I think I feel like we're averaging. I, you know, I'd say this kid's been alive for eight weeks. We we're averaging one hospital trip a week. I would say, based on the fucking jaundice follow ups. Um, he had a fever the other day, so we had to take him to the emergency room. Of course, we get there and the fever's gone. Still got to do all the fucking tests though. He had to put. Uh, I mean, this is probably oversharing, but. It's not fun watching your two-month-old kid get a fucking catheter. Um, he handled it like a champ, though, so that's a good thing. You know, I was worried about fucking breeding a weak, soft, sensitive, white child. But, you know, he took that shit like a champ. Um, better than I would have. Better than my wife did after she gave birth. So, you know, good for him. Good for him handling a thing he didn't even understand what was, you know, really what the hell was happening to him. That's the good thing. Ignorance. I think the the most fucking true saying that's ever been cultivated in the existence of humanity is ignorance is truly bliss. And that's why retarded people are the happiest. You ever see a Down Syndrome kid? You ever watch any of these shows where it's like, look at these retarded people do things that normal people do on the daily basis? You ever see one of those shows? Love on the fucking spec. Down syndromes, date down syndromes or whatever those are. I don't know. But they, they always, you know, they're generally nervous. But uh, they don't have like like dumb anxieties the way that we do. They're basically living life like a two-month-old. You want to put a catheter in my penis? I don't even have the capability to understand what that is. Go ahead and do it. Oh, shit, that fucking hurt. But it's over now and I forgot about it immediately because brain doesn't work. It, it must, it might be a nice existence. Um, I mean, Down syndrome people generally seem like they're having a good time. Better than autistic, I think. 
Asperger's. I don't know what's going on there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I hope it doesn't mean it ha- he has one of those things because of how well he handled it. Um, what else is G? It's a pretty hot way to start an episode. Yeah, man. I've also been thinking a lot because, you know, I'm, I, I just can't, I can't believe people. I mean, twins is, if you, I think if God blessed you with twins, you've done some real dark evil in your life. I think I'd rather be in prison than have two toddlers at the same time. Not even kidding. Not, at least in prison, you have like a set schedule. You know when you're going to bed, you know when you're waking up, you know when you're fucking going to eat gross food, when the workout time is. With a kid, the thing that's fucking me is I'm so regimented. I just like to know what I'm doing, when I'm doing it, how I'm doing it, where I'm doing it. Um, this is, It's just all unpredictable. Is he going to go to sleep? Is he going to be up? Am I going to have three free hours? Am I going to have not a second to myself? The unpredictability is brutal. Um, but, you know, you, you got to have a second kid. You can't have, I was an only child. It's not, if you're going to have a kid, you, 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 you're committing to two because you're, 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 it's, you got, it's just, it's bad. You can't get, make an only child, you know, you can't make a kid be an only child. It's a, it's, you know, I mean, there's worse existences, but it's, you got to give somebody a sibling. <clears throat> I think. Even for like future endeavors, I've been thinking a lot about how like, you know, my parents are getting old and it seems to be that like, you know, in America, I don't know how it is in other fucking, well, in other, actually other countries, I feel like people revere their old people even more than we do. But you know, people don't pursue dreams in Italy and India and, and India and whatever the fuck. I feel like people just, it's all about family. You eat good food, you get fucking heart disease and you die looking at a nice mountain in Tuscany. That's a good way to live. It's a beautiful life. It's relaxing. It's calming. They don't even die of heart disease because they're so fucking relaxed all the time from the wine and lack of, you know, urge to feel like you need to have success. There's nobody in Italy like grinding. Lunch breaks in Italy are like nine hours long. It's sick. Um, the hell is I talking about? Only child. Oh, yeah. So it seems to me like the, what, what really is going to be, I always thought the biggest problem with being an only child was, you know, you know you're, you're the only hope to fulfill what your parents envision their kid to be. It's a lot of pressure. They feel the need to tell you what to do all the time because they were never like, it's never just, it never, like the attention on you never fades away. Is where When you have another sibling, like you get to split that shit in half. And then it's a much more palatable amount of shit being just, drilled into you but that that might not be the biggest one what I'm learning now now that my parents are getting older and they're gonna you know start to break down eventually and and they you know need to be taken care of because that's a thing parents expect from their kids hey I took care of you when you were a child it's your turn to take care of me um I don't view that as an equal trade-off I don't um taking care of a toddler it's hard but it's different because on the other side of toddlerism is like a competent human being who's going to lead a life, you know, worth living. On the other side of it is a dude who can take care of himself or a chick. When, when you're an old person and you start to break down, on the other side of that is just, you know, picking out a coffin. 
is just death and decay. There's no real reward at the end. <laughs> um, no fucking kid should have, you know, no kid should ever have to wipe their parents' ass, I don't think. And that's something both my parents did to their parents, I believe. I know my dad did it to my mom's dad. I know my mom did it to her dad. I don't know what was going on with my dad's dad. I don't know if he ever had his ass wiped. But it just shouldn't be a thing a kid, you know. Oh, well, they wiped your ass when you were a baby. Once again, Newt the Sume. Okay, I've wiped a child's ass now. It's like, uh, you know, it's almost, it's, it's not, it's not even real poop. Okay, it's almost edible. Baby poop is almost edible. Picking and wiping poo out of a fucking, out of a 30 day old butthole, not the same as wiping shit out of a 90 year old ass. Wiping, cleaning up a fucking toddler's butt is not the same as cleaning, cleaning a, you know, a dude's butt who's been through a war. It's the difference between like, you know, it's the difference between like wiping up a dollop of cottage cheese off the floor and cleaning up an oil spill in the ocean. They're not the same. Fuck, fuck, get the fuck away from me with that shit. I'd say apples to oranges, but it's not even that. That's too close. That's even too similar. <clears throat> That's a dumb saying. Apples to oranges. They're kind of almost the same. The round fruits. Why don't we pick a thing that's a little bit more different if we want to describe how different a thing is. Apples to oranges. That saying should be cameras to cactuses. That's what it should be. Cameras to cactuses. Uh, it's, you know, it's just fucking cameras to cactuses. It's, yeah, where do you get off comparing those things? Next time somebody's, I'm talking to somebody and they're like, it's apples to oranges. I'll be like, well, then they're worth comparing because they're two pretty fucking similar things, huh? Yeah. They're not the same. It's also just like, what are we doing here with the old age thing? Once you start to break down, just I, I feel like just just walk into the woods and woods and, and figure it out. You know, end it or just survive on your don't don't steal years away from your like Basically, I mean, what what is the average? Sometimes I walk around and I see it like somebody who's like 70 and their parents 90. I'm like, what is going on here? That shit's so far to me because my parents had me fucking older. Um, But it's like a lot of people whose parents start to break down. Most people are like in their 50s and the parents like in their 90s. Actually, I guess not. But either way, like 60s are, are kind of, it's not the prime of somebody's life, but it's a chill time because that's, you know, if you figured it out, that's when you have money. You might be retired. If you're not retired, you got some free time. So you can really, your kids are out of the house. So you can really have time to go chill, explore the world, travel. But then you got this fucking old, decaying parent who's like, take care of me. Let me rob you of four years of your life. Cause you immense stress <clears throat> that you'll never be able to recover from. Uh... Dude, if you're just if you're getting old and, and starting to decay to a point where you can't really enjoy anything else anymore, dude, tap your fucking hand on a thing repeatedly. Just tap out. Or go to a country like that has universal health care and, and figure that out. 
do it there at least if you're if you're somebody who wants to just stay alive until the last possible second even though all you could do is like breathe and shit do it somewhere where it doesn't cost a hundred thousand dollars a day you know Cause it's like once I mean I get if you uh, if you're obviously like diagnosed with some horrible shit like relatively early like 60, 70, yeah fight for that shit help your fucking family member out then because on the other side of that is once is you know somebody who could do things, but when you're fucking ninety and you start to break down it's over dude no matter how like aggressively your kid comes to bat for you and just steps up to the plate on the other side of that it's just it's how slow. Can they make the crawl to death for you? It's not like on the other side of that is ever just a vacation in fucking Sardinia where you get to live a life of luxury for a little bit longer. No, it's it's over, dude. If you're in your 90s and you start to go, it's over. Staying alive to have a few more meals at fucking, you know, a diner. That you like for nostalgia reasons. They don't even have good food. It's like, hey, what's your fucking point, dude? Also, it seems to me a big problem with the only child thing is like whenever whenever parents do start to need assistance, it seems to me based on my experience, there's always, there's two types of children. There's one type of child who's like, I'm putting my life on pause and doing everything I can to fucking help this person out. Then there's another type of child who needs to be talked in to doing anything by the first type of child. So in my case, there's no first type of child to do the talking into. So unless I fucking start swimming in cash and can afford to pay for around the clock care for when my parents start to fucking wither, it's going to be tough on them and they'll pay the price (laughs) for deciding to make me have a lonely childhood. It wasn't even that lonely. I went to summer camp and shit. It was fine. I never really felt alone because once again, ignorance is bliss. You don't really know. I'd probably be a better person though if I had siblings. Right now, I'm just I'm I'm I'm, I'm selfish. I don't like giving people my time. Um, when anybody, whenever like somebody needs something, I'm always just like, does it does it really matter? Because like I have no sense of like real camaraderie, and that's a thing I feel like you develop when you have a sibling. I got to look out for this person. It's just another, it's like an instillment of real love in your life. That's different than your parents. Your parents are your parents. You kind of, you you love them, but you kind of also always hate them, you know? With a sibling, I feel like it's it's nothing but love. I mean, shit can fall apart. I know millions of siblings who fucking hate their, not millions, obviously. Exaggeration for commuting effect. But, you know, I know so, I know so many siblings who fucking, I mean, my, you know, my dad doesn't even talk to him. He's got two siblings. I don't even know who they are because that's how much they hate each other. But at a certain point, you know love. A different kind of love from parental love. And I feel like that aids in, 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 the, in you know, the type of person you become as an adult. So I think it's a good thing to have too. But uh, until I can, you know. I've never, it's so funny too because your whole like when you're banging as a youth, like a young boy. And you're just banging all these broads. Honestly, I was always like, I was always more concerned with fucking getting STDs than having a kid. Because a kid to me could be like, 
you know, mitigated. They make pills for that. There's herpes is forever. So I was always kind of, you know, like getting a chick pregnant accidentally was on the back burner. STDs was on the front burner with the fucking shit on high. And then even not that high, I was, you know, I was being irresponsible, but whatever. And, uh, and now for me, obviously STDs isn't a worry, but this is the most concerned I've ever been with knocking a chick up. Once you get, once you have a kid and then you get the green light to bang your wife again, I'm like, I'm almost like, can we go, can we use condoms? Because if you get pregnant anytime soon, I may have to take my own life. I don't want a second kid for a while until I do, until I can afford to hire a team of Trinidadian women to live in my home. I will not be able to handle having a second kid, dude. How are you people doing this? How is anybody doing this? I can't even record a podcast that's over a half hour anymore because so much shit to do. So little time to do it. And I'm just, you know, you're fucking, it's just too much worrying. I can't imagine this shit doubled. I'm like, I'm afraid of EMFs now. You read about EMFs, my wife's fucking, you know, I walk in, my wife's breastfeeding the kid and she's on her phone also. And she, and I walk in and she's like, can you charge this? For me, and my first thought is great. You just drained the entire battery directly into his head, didn't you? That'll be good for his fucking intellectual development. Paranoid about fucking all types of shit that I wish I didn't even have to think of. All right, man, that's this episode. I appreciate you guys always tuning in and listening to me. Chit-chat and spat-wat and tic-tac and dap-tap. Bat, shat, fact. Um, I'm gonna go, dude. I I'm recovering. I had my first migraine in my life the other day. I took that took my kid to the fucking ER. I don't know if it was. I had a headache going there, and then he needed a fucking catheter and blood taken. And I think like watching that made it get worse. And I came home and I fucking puked my brains out and had it felt like both of my eyes had like. Uh, you know, you ever see like, you ever see someone put like a fucking penis pump on? Not that I have, but I've, you know, I know how they work. Actually, I have in like advertisements on fucking xvideos.com. And like you just, you pump it and then the fucking shit explodes. Women put it on their fucking clits too. You ever see it? That's what it felt like was happening to my eyes. And it made me, I fucking puked my brains out and I was just writhing. I've never, I, that was one of the worst things I've ever been through in my life. And I'm recovering from that. And I kind of hear it in my voice from puking my fucking brains out. Uh, but I've never had a migraine like that in my life. That was hell, dude. Shout out to people who get migraines. I feel for you. That I mean, if you could develop like a, I'm sure it is a thing, but like if you could use that as like in like biological warfare, like you fucking make, like if COVID side effect was migraines, you'd, you'd win the war immediately. It's just, I was literally laying there. Like I, I don't think I'd mind dying. Sometimes I freak out and I think, you know, Maybe my fucking cholesterol is too high. Maybe my arteries are clogging. I let them clog, dude. When I had that shit, I was like, fill them up. Please. If my heart stopped right now, it would be the best thing that could have happened. It was awful. 
Because like a regular headache, you can kind of just like turn the lights out, shut your fucking eyes and like kind of like meditate it away a little bit. It was almost like my when you close your eyes and lay down, it w- was when it was the worst. I had to like get up and like walk around and like look at fucking trees. Oh, that shit was brutal. So I'm recovering from that right now. That's why this, maybe this podcast was a little more subdued than usual. But uh, I still appreciate you guys listening. Hope it was all right. Hope you come back. Um, You guys are chill as fuck, man. I appreciate you. Shout out to everybody who interacts with my social media stuff. And has rated and reviewed this podcast. Do it if you haven't. Um, Yeah, man. Stay safe. Take care. Shit. Queen shit, yo, yo. This is Young Refrigerator Perry Rap. Adam Venetary in the snow. Heavy bitted with that fitted cat blow. Mommy bend it over, let the kitty cat show. Mature grapes, walk the floor shakes. Size nine and them ACs with G's. Capri style bitches with pink shorts. Popping, dropping pussy. Looking for some Nagasaki nookie. That business, that my money. It cocky out the tushy. Don't even got a fuck. It's money in the bank for you. And when it's done, 5,000 more. That's just a thanks for you. Now she laughing with your friends inside your bands. Lighting incense. Diamond and it lows just like a princess damn that's the life you want to lead to find you only go for sucking dick and bagging trees and dimes not even 20s 200 million hitter a-rod how about the great saw pick of the litter yeah grosselino yo Woo. that was just my work man, man.